Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Welcome to the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Newell, and we're doing the second part of our specials on meeting the Rusty Quill crew. So, without further ado, who do I have with me today? Marie. Sam. Anil. Lottie. Right, so let's go around the table introducing everyone. Murray, what do you do with Rusty Quill? Uh, I edit the Magnus Archive podcast. Yep, you're helping out Mike and myself, basically, with our new shiny kind of horrifying podcast. What do you do outside of it? Uh, out of that, I am a comedian and an improviser performing mm-hmm. regularly around about London. Mm-hmm. How about you, Sam? I write the theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> sing the theme tune. <laughs> I, don't, I don't sing on it. But, uh, I played stuff on it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wrote the theme tune. All of the theme tunes. All of the theme tunes. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and all of the music that we use in the Magnus archives, actually. Yeah, you're, yes. you're, Bordering on prolific at this point. <laughs> I know. That's a lot of minutes for Magnus as well. <laughs> Endless. It's still going. <laughs> well, what do you do outside of Rusticwell? So I'm uh, a freelance composer and orchestrator. Mm-hmm. Working in TV and a bit of film. Yeah, someone did something quite high profile, didn't they? Did quite well. Well, I'll ask you about that. Well, it was that a very well. small cog. A very small cog in an amazingly machine. successful machine. <laughs> a very big machine, yes. <laughs> And how about yourself, Anil? I am the community manager for yep. Rusticwell. So you're the one who's helping on all the social media. Almost certainly, if a fan is trying to chase us down, you are the first point of contact. Yep. If you've been talking to us on Twitter or on the forums or on Facebook, it is invariably me. Mm-hmm. And outside of Rusty Quill, what do you get up to? Uh, I am a poet and freelance writer and editor. Yep, yep. And yourself, Lottie? So I am business manager stroke marketing you're the money person. yes i make all the evil decisions and how we, how we try and make some money for us so uh yeah please donate or buy merchandise which might be which might be around by this point almost certainly not yet <laughs> but, <it. laughs> but soon folks very soon very soon and then buy all of it in fact if it's not there blame lottie for not having arranged it in time. yeah that probably would be my fault <laughs> 
And what do you do outside of Rusty Quill? So outside of Rusty Quill, I also do marketing. Uh, I work across video games and entertainment. You're everything that I want to be. <laughs> Vaguely competent as a human being. Okay. <laughs> So, this week we're playing Super Fights. It's the game we played last week, so if you tuned in last week, sorry, we'll be explaining the rules again. But basically, it is a game where we all decide who would win in hypothetical fights of superhumans, etc. So, in front of us all, there's a big pile of cards, black cards and white cards. Each of the players will be getting three white cards and five black cards. So draw them now. Okay. Next, there will be a referee. For the first one, it'll be me, because I'm the only one who's played the game before, and that's because I just did one recording of it before now. As the referee, I then draw from the central pile one white card and two black cards. This is our antagonist. Our antagonist is a cactus. It is a cactus armed with a freeze ray <laughs> and armed with a super glue fire hose. So it's a, a cactus armed with a freezing super glue fire hose. So, starting with Mori, you'll play one white card and one black card, which is your contender in the fight. Who's going to beat the cactus armed with a freeze ray and a super glue fire hose? Then we'll go around. Each of you will sort of announce your fighters. Then I will pick a direction, and in whichever direction I pick, you'll play a black card to sabotage the person to one side of you. So, starting with you, Murray, what do you think will beat a cactus armed with a freeze ray and a super glue fire hose? I'm gonna go with Chuck Norris. Oh, it's just Chuck Norris beat everybody. Uh, <laughs> That's the chuckle of someone who has an idea. But Chuck, but Chuck <laughs> has oh, majestic <laughs> flaming antlers growing out of his <laughs> Oh yeah, you never need I, I thought, them. No, no, no. But now you need to play a modifier rather than just what's actually there. Yeah. <laughs> so Chuck Norris has majestic flaming antlers growing out of his head. It's it's a strong move. It's, yeah. I'm not sure how it'll play out. Oh, well, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to go for Meatloaf. Oh, <laughs> oh another strong contender. The, the, ca the musician I, see, or I'm, the I'm, I'm assuming the musician. Right. Um, we can't because, make these assumptions. We don't know. True. Because he can't stop dancing. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fairly certain that's the dinner. I'm fairly certain that the dinner can't <laughs> Let's stop dancing. Let's go for dancing. that then. <laughs> and I'll think carefully about what I've done. Given the contents of Meatloaf, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, I, however, will go with... A sloth. Okay. Ooh. With super endurance. Uh, Ooh. Wow. Nice. Although, how long would it take to wear down a sloth? <laughs> slow and steady wins the race. Or in this case, beats no, the cat. Slow and steady outlives the contenders <laughs> as they've all left the race, gone home, lived their lives, and had children and died. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to go for Lucha Libre Wrestler. Okay. <laughs> Armed with an impenetrable shield. A defensive play, but see, this is interesting. Last time it was all like massive world-destroying creatures capable of rending mm. continents in twain. Here we've got like a cactus. A <laughs> 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 and we've got the we've got the continent rending in Chuck Norris, and it's going to be overkill. I, I think wow. I may have peaked with Chuck yeah. Norris. Yeah, <laughs> okay. ever not overkill with Chuck Norris. <laughs> so I think I think that's just because we've got all the cool, calm, and collected considerators of the Rusty Quill team in this room. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> just call us the subtle cast. <laughs> <laughs> we make everything happen quietly behind the scenes, but it's happening. It's happening. I don't make anything happen quietly. <laughs> it's all loud and irritating. Okay, so looking at this board, has anyone got anything to deal with the freezeway or the super glue fire hose right now? 
Because I feel like I might be picking amongst losers here. Go, go, Lottie. What do you I got? do. I have. Well, I have an armed, impenetrable shield. Okay, but I've just. So let's say that the cactus has just covered your impenetrable shield in super glue. But it's impenetrable. Yeah, great. <laughs> but what are you doing next? Wrestling it. <laughs> you're just with a wrestler. Yeah, you're just in an impenetrable shield that's glued to the floor. But it's impenetrable. <laughs> yeah. I'm not worried about you dying. I'm just worried about you getting really, really hey, bored. I will, I will outlast the sloth. <laughs> yeah, but the, the sloth no, has super endurance. Exactly. Yeah, the sloth is out-enduring everybody. I feel, I feel like the sloth versus the sh impenetrable shield wrestler would be like that Pokemon episode with the just metapods. <laughs> they just harden, harden. No one does anything. They just sit there because they can't move. Like, I, I... Hey, one of them eventually evolved. It's true, but I, I don't fight feel... Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I am feeling really old at this point. <laughs> so, I mean, I what do, what do other people think? What what, I, what I, contenders do we think are on the table? Well, I think there's ceasing to stop, you know, enduring, and then there's can't stop dancing. I think I think Meatloaf's well, got it. The problem is with super glue. You you will be stopped from dancing. Uh, <laughs> to I mean, clarify, this is not a battle royale, so you're not having to face off against one another. Thankfully, you just have to face off against the person in the middle. So I'm thinking I'm a bit torn because I think Meatloaf. I, I'm I'm going for musician. I have to say, <laughs> otherwise I'm, I'm That's lost. <laughs> but, um, but I think I think he would do very well against the freeze ray by just constantly dancing away from. What? Because he's so very cool. Yeah. By. Well, I'm <laughs> too, too cool for a freeze ray to handle. That's yeah. an interesting tactic. Here's the problem. For, for me, can't stop dancing is a bad thing. Because <laughs> unlike the superhuman sloth or the impenetrable luchador wrestler, Meatloaf's just a man. A meaty, meaty, loafy man, but just a man. He'll get tired. Oh, but can't stop tactical he, yeah. dancing. No, no, he can't stop dancing at all. Like, can't, at all. Can't stop dancing sounds a bit like it's an illness. In yeah. It's that form yeah. of mass hysteria that went around. This is a genuine oh, yeah, historical reference. The dancing sickness. Yeah. People just danced for days and days. People died. What you've done is you've given him <laughs> a hysteria from medieval Russia. Yeah, maybe maybe what, I'm, what I should be... Th I'm, I'm thinking about this the wrong way. Maybe actually the freeze ray... Is the cure for his dancing? His, his hot feet. Look, then, then, and, he, and then, he, 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 then he'll just defeat the cactus. Embrace the cactus as opposed. Well, generally. you don't want to embrace it. <laughs> rather, rather than actually trying to defeat I'm, it. I'm just going to go ahead and say Meatloaf's out of no, this because I, he's just hugging that cactus and getting frozen oh, and glued whilst dancing to death. I, he's so far it, out of it, this. It, it, that's really sad. I think we have to look away from <laughs> it. Really. Do the giant oh, yeah. man boobs mean nothing? <laughs> Well, they not protect him from the This is exactly it. What about seductive dancing? He Ooh, is just you no know, one's better. You haven't you haven't <laughs> even considered the idea that th he's going to stop people in his tracks. Okay, okay, Lottie, you're a cactus. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what do you go in for? Uh, someone seriously spiky and maybe. Maybe like Vulture-esque. Now, don't I, I, don't think I, actually, I actually like Meatloaf, but the phrase rounded appeals to me more <laughs> to describe Meatloaf than spiky. Well, so I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't I, think Meatloaf can seduce a cactus. I, I don't doubt anything of that man. <laughs> <laughs> he would do anything for love, but he probably he wouldn't. wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got this one. I, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards Chuck Norris. I mean, this is a democracy until I say otherwise. <laughs> um, first of all, super glue. Chuck would simply melt the super glue with his flaming antlers. Mm -hmm. True. Second, 
freeze ray again flaming antlers he's not wrong that's <laughs> third he's chuck norris i, 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 I will that. give you a chuck lot of norris. that but have you ever had an encounter with hot glue it's not very pleasant <laughs> and and no, no, but it's, it's hot glue next to a freeze ray so it just comes out this mild tepid <laughs> inconvenience oh mm. <laughs> Yeah. Perfect I mean, temperature for sticking down those pesky Chuck Norris's. <laughs> yeah, well. Maybe, maybe the luchador. The question is, we need to drill down and figure out what this See, impenetrable shield is. I think, is. Uh, you're thinking dome shield. Oh, I, totally. ne I never had that in my head. I had, like, on the front of the arm, the kind Roman of Roman power shield. shield. Ah. So if it did get anything on the front, you can just, you know, move it aside wrestle the cactus go back to the shield that, that said lucha libra wrestlers are very much more showy than actually effective yeah i mean I, chuck I, norris I, became a meme against his will like he <laughs> he he's just a silent killer definitely that is true. with no ego to speak of yeah <laughs> so I'm, I'm still vouching for the sloth that will have the super endurance that will just get through all of this it's all like I, I, water I off the it's, sloth it's back, still got really. chuck i mean i have to point out that chuck is majestic and I think we all know we're talking about the incredible expansive chest hair here. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck would take out the super glue, take out the freeze ray, approach the cactus, and then wrestle him while protected by you his may... incredible chest hair uh, and win. You may have hoist yourself under your own petard, though, because what you have is a very, very hairy man wrestling something with lots of super glue. How's yeah. that going to play out with the chest hair? The luchador, he's he's covered. Yeah. He's got or she. No, let's go with she. Yeah. She, the luchador, female luchador wrestler, is completely covered, head to toe, even the facial mask. No facial hair getting in the way. Chuck Norris, that's a lot of glue. You see, what Chuck does is he defeats the cactus, waxes his entire body using the, the super, super glue, glue, goes off and forms an immortal. I glue. actually that would work. That see, would work. That's the thing. I mean, the thing with the sloth is. It's, it's a legitimate contender. The only problem is, I feel like out of the two, the cactus stands a good chance of just running away. Because <laughs> that's the situation. It'll For actually me, just grow well, further. <laughs> Sloths do have quite powerful claws. Yes, they will just hang on in there. Now, here's the thing. Uh, one of the sort of sub-little rules of the super fight that I didn't mention, but I'll bring up now, is that all fights are said to happen in downtown Manhattan. Oh, oh the, the, this so does that change things a bit. To, the to... sloth in downtown Manhattan, I feel like, is going to get booted around, kicked, like get on the wrong bus, end up in Connecticut or something. <laughs> Chuck Norris is in his element. I mean, well, yeah, again, Chuck Norris does know how to navigate a transport system. Well, there we go. <laughs> I mean, the sloth is never even going to find the cactus in downtown Manhattan. Right. Okay. Now, this definitely didn't happen in an edit, and I didn't forget that we have to do the uh, <laughs> negative modifiers. So let's go ahead and going to the right, let's try and mess up each other's contender. So Lottie, you have a black card. Yes. Pick which black card you want and place it on Anil's uh, super endurance sloth to make it worse in some way. Uh, ooh, okay, I'm going to go for top half is and then I'm going to draw another character card. Okay. Which I think might make it actually <laughs> Who knows? better. Who knows? But I actually have quite good cards. Ah. So, um, oh, yes. Top half is the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> so your super endurance sloth, whose top half is the Pope. Okay. okay. Right. Okay. okay. I really noticed the difference. <laughs> <laughs> they, all, they all move very slowly. So, Anil. Yeah, the fur can probably mask the cassock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what have I got? I've got to play something on a meatloaf who can't stop dancing. They are also rabid. A rabid meatloaf who can't... I think, I think you just made him... Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a 
I don't know. Uh, this is almost like blasphemy, making Chuck Norris worse. <laughs> he will find I, you. I, I, he will find me. <laughs> Have you ever yes. Google searched for Chuck Norris? Oh, yeah. Of course. Google search, find Chuck Norris. It just says, Google can't find Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris finds you. That's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> All of these will make him better, but I'm going to go for riding a broomstick. <laughs> Does the broom, okay, collectively, we have to decide. Does the broomstick actually fly, or is he just... He's just sort of playing Let's Play Harry Potter... And just is sat on a broomstick. Oh, so it says specifically riding, not flying a broomstick. Okay. So what I'm... do we think? Well, one is considerably less scary. Yeah. <laughs> this is Chuck Norris, though. Anything he does is probably scary. Yeah. yeah. I just like the mental image of him riding a broomstick. Preferably <laughs> that he's put a stuffed like horse's head. Like it's a hobby horse. So, so he's a grounded you know, riding like, a broomstick. Yeah. I, the people have spoken. Okay. <laughs> Murray, you have to sabotage Lottie's contender. I have got uh, trapped in a potato sack. <laughs> in some ways, that makes your shield even more worthy. So, going around, we have a Lucha Libre wrestler with an impenetrable shield trapped in a potato sack. A sloth with super endurance whose top off is the Pope. Yeah, that was it. We have uh, Meatloaf who can't stop dancing and is rabid. And Chuck Norris riding a broomstick who has majestic flaming antlers growing out of his head. Now, again, there definitely wasn't an edit where I forgot to do all of the uh, negative modifiers. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and stick with what I originally said and think. I think Chuck Norris still has this. Although now Meatloaf's at least become a contender. <laughs> at least he's infectious. That's what I can say about Meatloaf. He, at least he's a problem now. <laughs> See, Chuck Norris, as well as absolutely cautioning the cactus, is going to tidy up a bit while he does it. Isn't <laughs> that's, that's the kind of guy he is. Oh, a considerate superhero. Yeah. We, we have precious few of those. Hey, so. this, this is no new DC Superman. No, no, no. This is a Chuck Norris that stays, cleans up, checks that the local businesses are you know, properly provided for in this poor time. Using a, a broomstick. Pick up your dress. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris doesn't do to you. Chuck Norris isn't going to sweep it under the carpet. <laughs> nice. Well then, going back around again, who do we think is going to win this one? I feel like I've sabotaged this um, because I really wanted Chuck Norris to be worse, but the thought of Chuck Norris on a broomstick... Assuming... Uh, did we decide that this was a... This is a non-flying This is a non-flying broomstick. Even so, any weapon... I'm doing a weapon in the hands of Chuck Norris. The dangerous thought, I think. Especially with the flaming animals. So going around, what I, I think the game wasn't allowing you to to, to sabotage Chuck Norris in any way, shape or form. Particularly um, all you've done is proven that Chuck Norris is not only majestic with flaming animals growing out of his head and a hero, he's a community hero. That's that's true. <laughs> and I'm finding it very difficult to defend my Rabid dancing crooner. <laughs> I, I, I think I think my sloth has got a, a, a little worse because whilst whilst he has this super endurance and the, the the glue and the the freeze ray probably don't matter. His message of pacifism <laughs> and probably not going to work here. Well, I mean. I know, I know. I tried to make it worse, but to, to defend the Pope, I mean, you could go old school oh. Bible, fire and brimstone it. You know, like... that's Chuck Norris. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I mean, the slot, can we make the, them the, fight? Yeah, side, sidekick. Chuck Norris should have a sidekick. <laughs> can, can we team? He up? may not need one, but as referee, it all comes down to me what I what I allow. I will allow a joint win between the uh, super enduring sloth whose top off is the Pope. And Chuck Norris, if it is the will of the people. What do people want? 
Who I, wins? I, I just have one other question about whether it's actually a super enduring Pope with a bottom half of the slot. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's just the bottom half. The bottom half can go forever. Okay. However, occasionally the Pope needs to like sleep in the rest because he's like a 90-year-old man. The Catholic Church may be an institution, but I don't think we necessarily <laughs> want it to be that all in <laughs> Fantastic. So so just the Pope's bottom half <laughs> is a slot. Super enjoyable. Like, he can go for days of walking, but he will be asleep most of that time. Maybe he can't stop dancing either. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the top half is infallible. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a pretty strong. Wow. Opinion. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, people's vote. What do we think, Murray? Um, I think it's got to be me. Um, I think Flimmy Outlaws takes out. It's Chuck Norris. Hey, well, I, I feel that I am Chuck Norris in this Ooh. instance. He will find you. You don't feel, <laughs> you don't feel, you don't feel Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris feels you. <laughs> Sam, who do you reckon? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't defend me. I'm a rabbit dancing crooner. It has to be Chuck Norris Anil? on his own. I, I I think Chuck Norris plus the sloth Pope. Lottie. <laughs> yeah, I mean we didn't even talk about like li- Resta went out. He's trapped like, in a sack. He's, 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 sack. he's got no. He's got no. I, mean... <laughs> I, I know he's, he's a lucha libre wrestler. He does have his head covered, so potato sack probably isn't that much of an impediment. But he'll keep trying to grapple but... it and just get himself in a worse situation. Um, no, I think it'll be the shame of the fact that the sack is not. Not as brightly coloured as the mask that he normally <gasps> wears. Uh, yeah, normally fashion wear. shame. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Destroyed by fashion but, shame. No, so yeah, I mean, I think that really did cripple my chance. So I think Chuck Norris has probably got it. Chuck Norris wins. Not yeah. even a joint win, just Chuck Norris wins. Yeah. Right, so definitely no edits here. Return them all to the middle <laughs> and we will do our new round. Murray, you will be drawing our antagonist. Okay, I will play a moose. Mm-hmm. Summons cats to do bidding. <laughs> And duplicate one opponent attribute. Oh, so Ooh. once the opponents are out, you have to pick what superpower they copy. Nice. All right, Sam, who do you have that can take right. a moose with summoning cats, cats to do their bidding and also sort of empathic abilities? Well, I think, if in doubt, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go for literal jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will go with an electric eel. Okay. That can, let's increase the meta here, can take the form of anything they touch. Ooh. Oh! You, you, you so clearly play Magic the Gathering. <laughs> it screams to me how much you play CCGs. Okay, okay. Power play there from Anil. I'm going to go with a psychic that can control hair. <laughs> <laughs> Moose have a lot of hair. Cats have a lot cats. of hair. Yeah. yeah, that might be a good one. And psychic, so it can predict anything you do. Hmm. I think no. I've just foreseen what's going to happen here. Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't think you have, because getting into oh, this fray, yeah, is Obama in a berserker rage. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you were expecting yeah. a better Sorry, reaction. I was expecting something, anything at all. <laughs> Right then, in this case, Murray, you pick a direction, we all sabotage one another's hard work. I take this direction. Okay, so starting with me, you may be a psychic who's controlling hair, but I have Lottie's problem of everything's amazing. (laughs) You are in the process of walking 12 wiener dogs. (laughs) That only serves to my advantage, I believe. Uh... Well, it depends. I mean, can can cats take wiener dogs? That's what it really comes down to. 
Because if a horde of cats are able to take down wiener dogs, then I'm not sure how we'll, that plays we'll, into your hands. We'll continue this debate in a moment, but <laughs> I think I can I can take you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So electric eels that can take the form of anything they touch. However, they are Amish. So Amish <laughs> 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 electric eels that can take the powers of anything. So they, they actually touch. can't use electricity, which is a bit awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, right, okay, well, Stephen Hawking with little jazz hands now have a six foot neck. <laughs> not, entirely, not entirely sure how that's going to be more of a handicap, but... Uh, like, it, it's cruel, but I think he's going to need like a second wheelchair just for his neck or something. <laughs> just a really long neck brace will do. Oh, like a giraffe. giraffe. Yeah. Stephen Hawking has giraffe neck. <laughs> And on that note, um, <laughs> and I'm just going to cripple Obama by giving him too many uh, shopping bags. Oh, <laughs> nice. So what you've done is you've given the leader of the free world, who's frothing at the mouth with rage... He's not rabbit, weapons. Alex. He's not meatloaf. <laughs> He's in a berserker rage. Well then. With too many bags. Put it to the floor. <laughs> who's winning this fight versus the moose who can summon cats at will and duplicate one... Oh, what attribute is your moose duplicating? Oh, that's true. The moose is going to duplicate... So I really want to go for literal jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel it's like a taunt in some way. But a moose doing jazz hands? I know, it'd be beautiful. Whose hands are they? How did they get there? You don't know. <laughs> we, we, we can step this up and have, uh, have them control hair as well, so it'll be a literal... Hair standoff with the psychic. We said that he'd be fighting Obama, and Obama would just be straight up, and he'd be of a spiky hair. Make him an Amish moose. I'm not sure how it helps the situation, <laughs> but it's quite a fun one. I think mooses are Amish by uh, default. The, plur the plural um, of moose is meese. Is it? No. <laughs> and that's that, that the cat reference. <laughs> I, I, th I suppose it, if I'm trying to win, I've got to go for it in a berserker rage. In a berserker that, rage. That will do it. Okay, okay so a moose it. who can summon cats and is in a berserker rage. Right, what do we think, people? I reckon I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my hat into the ring with, look, Obama, okay, leader of the free world. He's still president, okay? So this is the president who is furious he's in a berserker rage he has the entire secret service to his command i'm pretty certain that if he just declared the moose an enemy of the state pretty much any god-fearing american hero <laughs> would step in so i've basically got the entirety of america backing obama who's wielding grocery bags as a weapon but by being in a berserker rage if we go back to the D&D kind of definition here barbarians and berserkers are not exactly inclined to find control or commanding whilst in a rage well, so he wouldn't really be pulling these now, pe things, people's back up see this is me jumping in on the, on the knowledge wagon which is again from having a, a waste of an undergraduate degree and spending a lot of time just studying. Yeah, no, no, I, I picked, we both did the same degree. However, I picked the most obscure subsids possible, which means I am actually genuinely somewhat of an expert in the use of hallucinogens in Viking berserkers. <laughs> so yes, I did agree in this. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say that, yeah, if it's a technical berserker rage, Obama is on magic mushrooms. <laughs> um, however, I, I still I maintain- I think he sabotaged himself that. I still it's... maintain that seeing a moose summoning cats, okay, that ties into the hallucinations thing fine as long as obama can spot an enemy and point out 
and go attack there, I think he's good. I, I, I don't think he's saying anything. He'll be wanting to take the moose down himself. And as lumbered ah, as he is true, by the yeah. grocery bag, I don't see the grocery bags as being a, a drawback because, as we all know, Obama is actually quite eco-friendly. So they are likely to be bags for life. If anything, that's the oh, reason he's a berserker. Is all these are, bags they are in his weighing way. him down. Yeah. So I, I think a moose, which is similarly acting in a berserker rage, would be, whilst inclined to, to hit him head on, I think the bags are, are, are the well, impediment also, here. Also, you have to it's, bear in mind that it says too many grocery yeah. bags. Oh, and so it's, that, it's, it's automatically over the limit. Yeah. Yeah. And also, if you're in a berserker raid, you're going to be like hitting yourself because you it's have true. no control And that, that's quite a lot of bags because your endurance probably has gone up from being in a berserker raid. Well, yeah. then, the, the real... The, we, we've actually got just a pile of bags <laughs> for life shambling <laughs> towards <laughs> <the> <laughs> moon. <laughs> you can't see him under just all the cans and things falling so, out. So, so, like, cards literally on the table. We all know that Obama isn't going to be beating a moose hands-on, okay? Will the American public jump in on Obama's behalf, or will they stand back and let their leader fight mano a mano? That's what it comes down it to. It depends on how much the Republicans uh, are influencing this. And since they Downtown have Manhattan. Since they have control... Well, <laughs> New, York, New York does have a Republican mayor. Yeah. Yeah. And whilst he does like to defend his city, we have seen countless movies where the mayor doesn't actually do anything and just lets downtown Manhattan and indeed all of New York Explode destroyed. because of ghosts. Yes. We, have, we ghosts. have seen the Avengers, we have seen Batman, all of these various versions of New York. Obama's on his own. They all he? end up in trouble. Ob Obama's on his own. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and remove myself from this fight <laughs> <laughs> as Obama's just not going to be able to take a moose. Bing, bing. Yes. I will also I say, <laughs> in my defence, I don't think being Amish is going to uh, stop the electric eel because I will stop using the electricity since I can take the form of anything I do and become a duplicate of the rab of the berserker moose. So. Ah, but here's the problem. Here's the problem, though. You are still an electric eel, even though you've taken the form of the moose. What you are, my friend, is a self-hating oh, no, electric was, eel. Yeah, You're so you crippled with self-hate, self-loathing. You are everything that you stand against. <laughs> Unless I am an Amish on their, what's it called? The, uh, the Rumspringer. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> you're an electric eel on Rumspringer. Yes. That's why you're in New York it's anyway. Why New York outside of Pennsylvania. That holds together. That's I can't argue point. it. Yeah, I feel like you've dodged point. that one quite nicely. So I think... Uh, moose versus electric eel disguised as moose with the backup of electricity. Hmm. I think I'm taking out those cats and then going, what, mano a muso against this. What attribute did the moose copy? I forget. Um, it was the Berserker Rage, wasn't it? Did, it did, the Berserker Rage. So basically, in that situation, it's just Berserker Rage versus electricity as a, as a thing, which is a bit awkward. But the electric eel can become a horde of cats, potentially. An electric horde of cats by taking the form of this army of cats. That's quite intimidating. Elect a horde of electric cats is quite intimidating, it's yes. true. But can't use electricity because he's Amish. No, we, we said I'm on Rumspringer. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm What's F wrong with you? God, <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> <We're getting> <laughs> It's, so, like, it's like there's some kind of ongoing narrative in this game. <laughs> now, I feel like we're all underestimating the psychic because walking true. 12 dogs, okay, 
the site is clearly doing it with their mind. And can control hair means that not only could it control all of the moose's hair, mm. could control Anil's moose's hair if yeah. they happen to be in the same place. So the question is, what level of control are we talking? Is it a case of like, you can literally stop their movement or is it like you can give it a coiffure? I mean, you can make sure that it has like a good I don't, kind I don't of even think the psychic really needs to on. get that much involved until that point because really, you've got 12 wiener dogs against cats and as we know yeah. dogs are always going to win that fight. No, that's, that's, true. Um, that's true. And so then I don't know. With the, the, a horde of cats uh, yeah, but they're skittish. And also, he says he <laughs> saw, it, it says that the moose summons cats to do the bidding. Okay, does it say whether the cats actually do said bidding, or it just it summons them and goes, "Cats attack!" And the cats go, "Oh, if they're just okay, if, if, if it is just to bring the cats to the yard, well, then, it's, it's yeah. to, the, to the crowd. What do we think? Do do the cats do the bidding that they've been summoned for? It doesn't specify household cats either. This, these That's could true. be large oh, cats. Oh, whoa. Ooh, oh, game changer. Level. No, no. They could be the Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> but we are in Manhattan, so I would say you're more likely to get street cats. Does Central right. Park have a large cat? There is, park? there is, there is a zoo. A zoo. Yeah, there is a zoo. But that's be quite awkward because what he does is he goes, "Cats assemble!" and there's just this tiger pouring at Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> Can't actually get involved. Yeah. But nonetheless, okay, fair point. I mean, what have you got on the table again, Sam? You've got. I fear, I fear, I've become a distraction in this fight. Once <laughs> um, I have Stephen Hawking with a six-foot neck and literal jazz hands. I'm wondering Sam, how Sam, literal. Just just take the cards away. <laughs> I, I, but I want to discuss how literal the hands are. I'll put the cards away. It, I'll say this. When you wave your hands, everyone in the proximity just goes... Bah, dat, 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 bow. I mean, does he actually have hands or are they... They're just jazz. <laughs> <laughs> jazz is happening where his hands are. His hands have become the embodiment of the, the, jazz. The, the, the platonic oh ideal God. of jazz. It's just yes. what jazz should be. And I think hands. in many ways, this rather than defeating the moose and many cats, they might just really enjoy the jazz. <gasps> Oh my god, what's it, it becomes more like a. Um... The Aristocats? No, I'm not. <laughs> that too. But I was thinking, um, what's the one where they, they have like a street gang fight off? The Aristocats. Where's the West Side Story? <laughs> <laughs> Gangs of cats. Dun, so you've got animals of cats. Dun, dun, dun. No, they don't have a pair of dogs, Alex. Instead of. Burp, 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 it's just the moose going. <laughs> <laughs> And, we, and then we descend into a game of New York style thing. Oh, when like... you're a moose, you're a moose. Till the end. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. But yeah, you're not winning that. Right? <laughs> Pop those back. I mean, very entertaining, um, but. That's all right. So, Anna, what, what did you have on the table? You've got your. So, I've got the electric thing. eel that can take the form of anything and is Amish, but we have said is on Rumspringer, so. Uh, so, what do we, what do we that's think? Not then? as much of a drawback. Mm. What do we think? I'm just looking at this horde of cats and crying inside with fear. <laughs> well, technically speaking, I think we have to go sort of around in a direction. Murray, you choose and okay. vote like that, I think. I think Anno's got to get it because he's got everything that the moose has plus the electrification. And I've got to say, for, for Stephen Hawkins, you know, given that you haven't been particularly mobile for a long time, you now have a very long neck and you're playing jazz music. Oh, nice. So I think in some ways Stephen's already won a personal I victory. I think Stephen's yeah. got enough on his plate. <laughs> <Agreed. Agreed. laughs> <laughs> Which is too far away from his head. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're an awful Sam. I, I love that I've made this your fault. You're a terrible person, <laughs> Sam. Remove Stephen Hawking from this incredibly inappropriate situation. Oh, I now have the mental image of Stephen Hawking having like a giraffe tongue. So that's how he's <laughs> like, looping Wand it around, wandering through or rolling through Lower Manhattan. <laughs> like, oh, Just the that, tops of that, trees. <laughs> that 
that, that, that's very sad. Sorry, sorry, I, I feel sorry now. Aww. Go on then. So from what's left, what do people think? Murray, pick the direction and we'll vote. Adult. I am going for my electric eel. I'm going to go for psychic wiener dog lady. I'm going to go for I'm going to go for electric eel that's copying the moose because can control hair specifically says hair and the thing is is if if I have control of your hair right now you could blind me. Mm, I see I could throttle you because you have long enough hair but like a fur coat I'm not sure it's got the length I I feel like but I mean, we haven't even got into the, you know, um, that that like mighty rat bundle when all the tails get oh, the together. King rat. Oh, the king, king rat. rat! Imagine that, but with hair. Now this is really and weird. And a horde of cats. King rat actually came up in the last recording for really? this. Yeah, that's weird. That's quite weird. Um, but yeah, a group imagine... of people who think on the same level. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the thought. Yeah. that. I mean, I suppose you could give the moose chronic ingrowing hair problems, but again, it's not going to stop it. It's in a berserker age. Well, we, we don't. We can control hair. We don't know if you can actually change the length of it. Uh, well, it's just little wiggles. That's yeah. it. I'm with I'm <laughs> with waiting. I'm with Anil's moose. There's everything that the antagonist has plus electricity, and quite frankly, is on. Um, I can never say it. Run Runsprigger is, is is on Runsprigger, which means that has everything to fight for because they're never going to get the chance again. It's true. I'm with the moose. I'm with Anil's moose. Oh, I'm Cat Army Moose General. <laughs> cat Army Moose yes, General. I think that's just the scariest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> right, Cat Army Moose General. I think Anil clinches it then. Hooray! No way. Right. Um, I think we'll take a break there and be back in a couple of minutes. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hey guys, Alex here. I just wanted to take a moment to thank everyone who's been kind enough to engage with us in recent months and give you all some important updates. Firstly, I want to thank all of you who've left us reviews, recommended us to your friends and shared our content via social media. We're only a small production company, so support like that goes a long way towards helping us grow. You people are excellent and are going to be getting bonus XP. Secondly, I can confirm that we are working on bringing you all a whole load of merchandise and we'll be giving you more info on that just as soon as we finish launching the Magnus Archives directly into people's brains via their ears. Finally, I just wanted to let you know that nominations for the People's Podcast Award are open until the end of April and Rusty Quill Gaming is registered. It would be an amazing boost for us if we were nominated and it's something that you can help us with right now for free. Like, you could go online, do it, and be back before the theme tune even finished. Now, ser- seriously, you wouldn't even need to pause it. In fact, if you'd have gone online when I said just then, you'd already be done. That's how quick it is. Just go to podcastawards.com, scroll down to Games and Hobbies, and type Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast and our URL, which is rustyquill.com. Heck, you could even vote for the Magnus Archives in the Arts category while you're there. 
and if you're feeling extra generous, you could nominate us for the People's Choice Award too. Just be sure to leave your name and email address to prove that you aren't a simulacrum. Our team spend a lot of time, money and effort to bring you all this content for free and it would be an amazing way to thank them for all their hard work if you were to help out by nominating us. So thanks in advance from me, all of the crew at Rusty Towers and the London Rangers we're still working on the name. Enjoy today's episode. And welcome back. So, Sam, you're up. Be our antagonist. I am up. My antagonist is going to be Secret Agent. With two black cards. With, oh, heals 100 times faster than normal and shoots tear gas. Ooh. Ooh. That's quite dangerous. It's also it? quite a coherent one. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. I will go with Hannibal. Oh. Wait, which one? <laughs> it is this Hannibal one. without an army of elephants but wishes he did and he's going to get one well, any day now? Or Hannibal who's this, eating people's faces? This is, it doesn't say Hannibal Lecter, so I'm going to go with the Punic hero. Nice! Uh, <laughs> can, can this be Hannibal who uh, loves it when a plan comes together? It could Ooh. be. Ooh. I'll, which but one do we think Hannibal it is? who loves it when a plan comes together was taking cues from a master Punic tactician. So let's go with uh, the ancient. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who has the ability to control the weather. Oh. That's a big play. That's interesting. Okay. Yes, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I'm not going first, so I can completely change what I did and claim it was the plan all along. Okay, so I'm going to go Freddy, okay. and by that I mean in your dreams, ah. Freddy Krueger. Well, given that I happen to have seen the car Jason around, I'm fairly certain that it is that Freddy. <laughs> Ace. <laughs> and armed with a bacon-wrapped baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> So what you're saying is that his baseball bat almost looks as good as his face. Yeah. Given that it's Freddy. Yeah. Okay. You see, I, on that basis then, given that Freddy haunts people's dreams, I'm more inclined to say that it's the guy who, uh, the guy out of Rainbow were. <laughs> 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 because I'm sure there's a lot of pent-up anger there. <laughs> it's funny that you played Freddy. Oh. Jason. Nice. <laughs> who leeches opponents' health when touched. For Ooh. someone who heals a hundred times faster than normal. Uh, I'm going to go with an owl. Okay. Who is made of sand. Ooh. <laughs> Not so, to clarify, <laughs> that, that doesn't actually spell out that you're sentient in any way. <laughs> so what you are is an ornament. That's what you're bringing to this, is an ornament. I, I had more in mind a, a kind of Sandman type character. Yeah, but it doesn't say that, does it? It says made of sand. I may have made a mistake. If I, say, if I said, I went out, you know what I saw? I saw an owl made of sand. Are you going to go, oh my god, it's real, it's all real, finally the Avengers are happening? Or are you going to go, oh, how much was it? Did you see it in John Lewis? No, no, it's I, more I, like, I had a day trip down to the beach, it was lovely. I'm, it was a I, I'm actually contest. thinking like owl out of uh, the Winnie the Pooh story. So. Oh, so it's, a, so it's an ornament of the Winnie the Pooh owl. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, be like that. <laughs> so I'm personally thinking uh, the Clash of the Titans owl. So Ooh. it's super smart and made of sand so that if you squirt tear gas at it, it can't cry. Although, wasn't that so owl mechanical that's... in some way? So being you know, made of sand yeah. is probably not the best thing for those people. you ever heard what a grinding clockwork sounds like? I have. It sounds a lot like an owl I, made I, of sand. I would like to reiterate, <laughs> I may have made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um. Alright then. We, we may be on fairly um, well, he heaping problems upon you I here. Mean, we still, we still we've even to, yeah. got the... Yeah, uh, we, should <laughs> we should modify. Sam, which direction? Uh, Murray first. Murray first. Okay. 
I'm curious what you can bring to Jason, who's leeching Bonin's health when touched. I'm curious what you can bring to Al made of sand. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I can play would actually weaken that. Do you have the card capable of movement? <laughs> like that would be a real boon. Weirdly enough. <laughs> I'm going to go with armed with an infinite sausage lasso. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't made things worse at all. <laughs> That's not made it much better. Are you kidding me? No, 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 no. See, this is one of the things. People underestimate the word infinite. I like... I know, I know that it's bandied around a lot. Infinite, an infinite sausage lasso. This is an, a lasso sausage, okay, of such sufficient proportions that it implodes into a black hole of such a large size it sucks in not only our galaxy but the galactic hub. An infinite number of sausages. That is a severe misplay, my friend. This is board wiping. You've the played this game before, haven't you? <laughs> and you've looked up infinite after you. Played. <laughs> That's exactly what happened here. But I, I, I think by, I think by utilizing that line, you. You've effectively nullified the round. I think so. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Because we all fight them one at a time. You see, so the rest of you, the rest of you can have a go. But we all know that Jason's crazy enough to do it. Ooh. What blow up the world? Well, actually, yes. It's that's... still a win. <laughs> still a win for Jason. All right. So sure oh, no score draw. <laughs> you just sat there in Jason's dream, going, "Oh, that was bad." Oh, ooh. <laughs> well, I'm still here. Okay, uh... armed with a meat-wrapped baseball bat. Hmm. Well, given that all of the cards I have are really Good. I'm gonna this. go with just to just to be all arsy. <laughs> long metal claws pop out of your hands. <laughs> so Freddy's power of being Freddy is that he's Freddy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got all of the powers. <laughs> I'm at full capacity, guys. So You're not getting out of that redundancy. one. Redundancy. <laughs> what, what every villain needs. There's a point to make there. I mean, what he has on his hand is actually. Head shearers, aren't they? So now he has head shearers and spiky fingers. Yeah. Whatever. So yeah. he's got both. I'm so going to be honest. With like the hands. That's true. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you know, clearly know the film better oh, than I do. Well, yeah. So Freddy Scissorhands. There you go. Yeah. As, as, as played by Johnny Depp. <laughs> mm. I'm okay with this. I'm, I'm okay with it. I think I can work with that. It's not quite universe-destroying amounts of sausage, but there we go. <laughs> oh, oh. You all hear what you want. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, see, it doesn't matter how infinite the sausage loop may be. All that Freddy's going to do is chop them down into chipolatas. So you may have an infinite amount of It's going to have a hard time in a universe that doesn't exist. It's a hell of a cocktail party is all I'm saying. For Anil's cards, he's got Hannibal who controls the weather. That's really... I'm really, really... Like, history would be very different if Hannibal could have controlled the weather. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to say that you're literally wearing heart on your sleeve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that... Yeah, that kind of counteracts a lot of what I was going to do. (laughs) Do we assume it's functional? I'm assuming. I like to think of the... I like to think it's actually his own... You know, like, the Ood used to carry the brain. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like that, but with his heart on his sleeve. So, actually, you kind of have to protect it most of the time. Yeah. Which kind of countermands what what, what Hannibal was going to do in a moment. But let's see. Uh, Let's throw this owl made of sand a little bit of a bone. And they can only move when opponent moves. So So at least you get to move. How does that make it better? Because at least you can move move now. (laughs) 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 I'm not sure any of my other cards would have actually Basically, what he's any worse than what he already? He's given you the gift of motility. That's pretty like big as a deal. 
Again, I may have made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. See, you're just going to end up being in some private collection somewhere <laughs> as a curio for some billionaire. I, I've just got a really scary, like, I've clearly gone down a Doctor Who point of view here, but like, Weeping Angels, Weeping Angels yeah. like, yeah. with a sand owl is actually quite That's terrifying. That's not actually, yeah, you're right. No, 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 but it can only move when you move, not when you aren't looking. So it's this thing where you stand still and it's fine. You take a step away, it takes a step towards you. What what are you casting as movement? Because you blinking is you moving. Oh. oh! That owl got really scary really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and if we are applying the kind of like Sandman-esque kind of yeah. shushing motion. I think the owl sprays its sand into the eyes of whoever's attacking it. Like ah, so repelling the tear gas by tearing up. Right then, Sam. Referee time. <laughs> is destroying the entire universe? Does that count as a win? Yes or no? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> somehow, no score draw. Somehow, I saw that coming. Yes, I, I think that would be no fun at all. Well, obviously. <laughs> um, but no, I, I kind of I, I want to play off this idea of well, my failure. That too, but also a sausage lasso, however infinite, I think could be quite entertaining to work with here. I, I, I heard a lot of words about basically trying to make this owl good. <laughs> if I could just make a point about Alex, because he's so cocksure right now. This yeah. is about winning a fight. Yes. If you destroy the universe, you haven't won the fight yes. because nothing exists. Jason doesn't just win this fight. He's winning any fight that could ever come after this. Well, it won't come after this because... Because world... he won the fight! That's no, all didn't. it is. Because he's not there either. If the world ends, everything ends. Have you ever heard the phrase Pyrrhic victory? No. Yeah? Pyrrhic victory. <laughs> it's a victory where no one wins. But you can't spell Pyrrhic victory without <laughs> victory. That's a win. Yeah, you're still not destroying the universe. <laughs> but, but it's still a win. I, just, I, 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 I think Sam has ruled that that's not... victories are not true victories. This, this, uh, this, this is a wash. This is a wash. Well, unless you, <laughs> well, 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 you've got, you have another card on. Un unless it's very useful. Unless you can find some other way that the sausage will shoot. But I, I, I should probably also... <gasps> Leech's opponent's health when touched. What if... Okay. Jason leeches... For... Yeah. Leeches the last bit of health so that the secret agent dies before the universe implodes. Would that count as a win? Would there be a brief period of win before the universe implodes? How are you getting past the tear gas? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that is a hockey mask. You're such a, you're such not, a business manager <laughs> with your small detail, small picture thinking. You've got big universe. I, 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 I think the tear, gas, the tear gas would probably debilitate Jason before he gets anywhere near to touching it. Again, he's not with any He's not even deployed it yet. He just gets tear gas and falls down. And the secret crimes. agent, so stealth and and all of that. Whereas, yeah. I I think I might have to uh, re rethink my tactics. But of course, Hannibal, being the great tactician that he was, mm -hmm. can probably find some way to um, to shield himself from Maybe by from any problems. Keeping his arm behind his back. It's yeah. as simple as that. <laughs> Either that wearing a coat. <laughs> Oh, no, just put just putting some kind of shielding over it. Just wrap what? your arm in bubble wrap. Well, no, no, I have the vision of like you know how men wear cups when they're playing sport. But like, what you got he just straps a jock strap and a cup to oh, his arm. Oh. Oh. But going back to the controlling weather um, idea, it doesn't matter if you can heal a hundred times faster than normal. If you're just being hit by lightning bolts, Hannibal turns himself into storm basically. Yeah. What happens if you get hit by lightning? Same thing that happens to everything else. Yeah, yeah, lightning. And the tear gas, when it's raining, doesn't really matter. I mean, how fast does the average person heal? I mean, let's say that someone's been struck by lightning and survived. 
it takes you what months? Third, let, let, even at worst case scenario, for like third, fourth degree burns. Oh yeah, that takes quite the, a while. The, the healing right? is months. So hundred times faster. You're looking at okay, what weeks, days? That's even still, if you bring it down so, to hours. Okay, uh, that's fine. But he's not healing between the next lightning strike, which immediately follows because you control the weather. Out of interest, how are you targeting? So are you in the same street and then it's like storm that, from that, the that's, that's X-Men? The problem. Yeah, I think that's that's the problem with literally wearing the hard plate. If I have to be there in amongst... Oh, crikey, it is Lower Manhattan. There is a lot of conductors in Lower Manhattan. You know, it might be safer to just use your weather control powers to fly into the air and tsunami the place. I'm in a mass destruction mood today. Tornado? Exactly. Storm. Hannibal turns himself into Storm and X-Men wins. (laughs) Hannibal's got one big crippling problem. The biggest culture shock ever. I think Hannibal's probably had enough time to get over culture shock if they have learnt how to control the weather. I, I think it's it's difficult to argue with this weather control one, I have to say. The only question I have about the secret agent is it says he shoots tear gas. He or she. Yeah. But do they also shoot normally like secret agent with their amazing... So what, tear gas rifle in one arm and then like pistol in the other? Uh, they could have. Did... Yeah. Well, they could have tear gas. Like, I, I think coming you, out of the head. You, you, Cannon on that. You head. might, yeah, you might have to rule. Is this a secret agent of the kind of Inspector Gadget line, or secret agent <laughs> of the Agent Ninety Nine, and you know, Look, get smart, the real, the real or part. an actual secret agent? You know what? I think, <laughs> I think you're going to have to deal with the like the secret part of this in more details. Like, can we even find you? Because this is where Freddy you... comes into play. Because <laughs> I will find you. Ooh, Ooh. you're already inside Ooh. their head. Can I heal a hundred times faster in my sleep? Exactly. Mm. I don't think you can. That might actually clinch it because the thing is, is yeah, if I can't find you, yeah, you can control the weather all you want, but that secret agent, he's got six passports. He's actually gone to Colombia. (laughs) (laughs) Screwed down. The armed with a baseball bat or the claws doesn't matter. You just demolish their brine. Exactly. He's gone to some beach somewhere making owl sculptures. (laughs) 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 I love that just the owls still there, (laughs) just entertaining (laughs) tourists in central um, Manhattan. I think the owl needs to withdraw. To be honest, (laughs) no, no, no. Um, You're making a killing, (laughs) Buskick. He forgot his mission, and he's now just like, "Well, hey." Uh, We do need to know some more about the secret agent, though, because if this secret agent doesn't have a crippling fear of sand owls, (laughs) 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 is he CIA? Is he Mossad? The man makes a good point. <laughs> Details, Alex. Details. <laughs> Look, you, I thought I had it at universe destroying. I really did. <laughs> I mean, no, nothing is ever solved by destroying the universe. Everything Alex. is solved by. We, we've learned this. <laughs> Overpopulation, <laughs> not a problem in no universe. Starvation, again, not a problem. Like, you can solve anything There's by destroying the universe. There's no problem with infinite sausages with starvation either. There's no problem with infinite sausages if you've destroyed the universe. Because they're gone too. <laughs> Let's just say that the sausage series catering, catering for the onlookers. The suicide of this fight. sausage has been removed. Wow, <laughs> that went before the owls removed. <laughs> <laughs> right, decision time, guys. What do we think? I know you go first. I think I have to give it to Freddy. Actually, secret doesn't help when uh, when they're, when, <laughs> when Freddy's in, in your head. Mind. Yeah, I'm sticking with Freddy on Freddy, this one. Freddy, categorically Freddy. Got to go with Freddy. Yeah, sweeps him. Who's our opponent, Anil, playing from the cards in the middle? Right, so we have uh, a samurai. Okay. That can turn to steel. Okay. And tongue can stretch and move at will. That's as they choose, not at a character named Will. When the, when the samurai turns to steel, yep. 
Can the samurai turn steel. back? <laughs> <laughs> or does the samurai turn to steel? Uh, the one steel shot, one being shot. known for a non-sentient metal. I'm assuming. <laughs> I, actually, no, I, I, I will rule that the, the samurai can turn steel and can turn back. It's not just they become a steel statue. It's, they are still mobile and, and can attack. Form of tree! Oh, this was a terrible yeah. idea. We're, we're not going down okay. that line. They would be sacrificing themselves. Yeah. As, uh... So is the tongue steel as well? Or does he like turn to steel and then he stops, turns back, and oh. then shoots his tongue It's Terminator 2! Because... No, the, the tongue is steel as well and motile. It's a samurai T-1000! Yeah. Okay. I've Although, got... remember, he's, he's just he is a samurai, so we'll have a code of honor. True. Starting with Sam. I'm going to go for swarm of killer bees. Good move. Killer. killer being the operative word. Good move. Yeah. Um, that can breathe underwater. <laughs> I feel like why. the steel samurai would be steering clear of of, of less dense liquids oh, like well. water, but that's fine. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rust might also be a bit of an issue. They can be, they actually, can... it could be like high carbon steel. So uh, I'm assuming they steel. can breathe out of water as well. That was <laughs> if we're doing. Oh, go on then. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's not quite a sand owl. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go for a hippo. I'm going to take him to be a sentient hippo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I like. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the, 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 the funsies. <laughs> the funsies. Inside a giant robotic. And then I need a character card. Yep. Boy band. <laughs> oh, okay. That's awesome. I, I, oh. I may have made a terrible mistake. <laughs> a sentient hippo in a giant robotic boy band. I, I would say that's the metaphor for the music industry as a whole right now. I would go to that game. I mean, that yeah, awesome. See, I, re- I really thought I had this one. I'm not destroying the universe, but it is a big play. But giant robotic boy band's quite bad. Yeah. I'm not sure that my ten stories tall polar bear... Similar vibes, though. Yeah, yeah, we, we've, yeah. Got, we've got lots Hippos. of animals going yeah. up against this samurai. It's very yeah. mecha anime right now. <laughs> This, this is Japan setting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've, moved, we've moved this from downtown Manhattan to downtown Tokyo. Ooh. So imagine the Shinkansen. What was it in Big Hero 6? Uh, San Fran Tokyo or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I'm going on a different route this time. I'm going to go for a femme fatale mm-hmm. who can stretch like rubber. Yeah. Are we going for like Reed Richards, Fantastic Four, or, yeah. or just you're really good Plas- around a plastic deal. man? <laughs> I'm, I'm going for a couple of things here. Like I'm assuming ancient samurai, and the the tongue thing is slightly more sexy than we're making out here. So, <laughs> so I'm thinking this could be a really nice combo because he has a stretchy tongue. She can stretch any way she wants, and actually, oh, it's a, it's a seduction. It's a seduction. Ah. She's gonna, she's gonna beat him with that power of love that I mentioned earlier. <laughs> Love's not a power; it's a weakness. <laughs> oh, okay, right. In which case, then we need to sabotage each other, and he'll pick a direction. Uh, we'll start with Lottie, going affecting Alex. Ten stories tall, polar bear. Good luck. <laughs> hubris, Alex, hubris. <laughs> Not a Roman general. You'd think he was. He is a hoarder. 
So the polar bear's got a secret shame. That's it, fine. But, but it's I, ten stories worth of shame. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much hoarding. Is it hoarding like double decker buses? Who knows? All he does is stay at home and count the things he's hoarding. But that's it, yeah. That's, that's Hoarders it. don't leave. Yeah, they're no. just like, yeah. But, but well, they also don't realise that they've got a problem, so he's just adding more to his eye to collecting samurais. <laughs> Basically, if he doesn't have to collect things that are made of steel or samurais, then you you're screwed, mate. Well, you don't know he doesn't collect steel samurais. That's all I'm saying. Right, <laughs> hippo inside a giant robotic boy band. Right, let's add to the chaos. Whose bottom half is oh. a cheater. <laughs> now I'm gonna. That makes him stronger. Now, now, now. Bear in mind, this is a giant robotic boy band, big enough to hold a hippo inside. Whose bottom half is a normal cheater. So what happens is this giant robotic boy band with a hippo inside materializes and instantly crushes oh. its cheetah bottom half. Instantly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So the boy band is bottom half cheetah or the hippo is bottom half cheetah? <gasps> Ooh. Oh no, you're right. It's the hippo is bottom half cheetah. Because yeah. look at the wording. Hippo inside of a robotic boy band whose bottom... Yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's still weird because a hippo is <laughs> still crushing its legs. But but it's in a chair. Yeah. What one assumes it's uh, anyone I... can sing, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> given enough, given enough auto tune. It's... <laughs> <laughs> We're not crushing anybody's dreams here. They will still, they'll still have the chance to audition on the voice. <laughs> Cripples, cheetah, bottom half, or no. Hey, it's their tragic backstory. It's what everyone needs. Very tragic backstory. I just backstory. really want to win X Factor because my bottom half's a cheater. <laughs> and it would because of the sob story. <laughs> right, Maria, you're up. So a beast can breathe underwater locked in a shark cage. Oh, nice. Perfectly That's... safe, but locked. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing, but locked. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, Depends on how wide, how big, how big is the mesh on a shark cage? Uh, it's big enough for like you to reach your arm through and stuff. So I don't think the swarm of bees is going to be impeded by that. I think when it says locked in a shark now, cage, now a swarm yeah, of bees mm, that can breathe underwater. That's all well and good. Can they fly underwater? No. It's just these bees going. <laughs> Why am I here? What's going on? Oh, this is awful. Why did someone let me breathe underwater? I, I, I assume they would learn. I mean, they've got the apparatus. <laughs> to do all right. It's a big assumption. And yeah. they're safe in the cage whilst they do learn. I, I would also assume that they could swim underwater because, I mean, you're under there, you're weightless, what's holding their wings back from water doing the thing? I don't know. Like You can move underwater. I can't believe I'm, I'm knowing this, but the, the, the square like strength ratio rule gets a bit messed up when you're underwater. Like, it's a bee. Can it even move? It'll be like crushed. Yeah, it depends on how much pressure a bee's wing... How bees deep wing... in the water is it? Bee's yeah, wings are quite that, strong, that, but that I will let you to act, like, a human arm can actually break the pressure. They can't break the surface tension. Swim or no, it's in a shark cage. <laughs> it's, it's not going anywhere. Um, <laughs> that said, it's waterlocked. Uh, I, I don't think the wings are doing anything here. It's the fur or its hairs are just holding it down with that much water. So yeah, I think I think the the, the swarm of killer bees have hang been taken on, hang out. On, hang on, we've made an assumption here. Yeah, is the shark cage actually underwater? Is it just <laughs> sat in the middle of downtown Manhattan, and all of these bees go? Well, this doesn't inconvenience us at all. We're just sort of flying around in here. And also, the bars are. Not that no, close no, together. They, they can they can get out of they this can cage. Get out fine. There's just a cage in the middle of Manhattan, <laughs> yeah. and a samurai's like, huh. with a, with a and then bees come flying through, you know, in and out. But that's steel samurai. Yeah, true. So, so here, there's a question: Is the samurai 
obliged to attack the bees or vice versa because if he is then what he can do is his tongue can turn into metal yeah, go into the, the lock and open the lock to release the bees and then attack them. I think well, why would he want to release on, the bees? Well, on a one-on-one -on -one fight, he is a samurai. He has a code of honor. He has to be able to take out his opponent. He can't just leave them in. Question. In He's an honorable man. Question. Yeah. It would is have the to... samurai trapped in the cage with the bees? <laughs> Either no. the samurai would have to get the bees out of the cage or would have to go into the cage with them. It's one or the other. Fair uh, enough. Codes of, codes of honor are very pesky like that. Uh, <laughs> I've also had another thought, if I may. Samurai, I mean, we said samurais earlier, but is samurai plural? One samurai, two samurai. It is. So it could, could it be more than one samurai? I, I, think, we're going with, I think we're going with we're fellow going. hero okay, here. Okay. Un unless, like, boy band is very unless, specifically plural. Unless well. all of those samurai have one tongue between them that can <laughs> oh. move and stretch it well. Okay, <laughs> this is an anime trope that we are not, uh, that I don't no, think no, we want to go down on a family door. friendly podcast. Just, right. just, right. just punish Lottie's character. Well, Wait, I, what? <laughs> <laughs> I've still got a card to put down on Femme Fatale oh, yeah. can stretch like rubber. I really want to put Suffering from Delusions of Grandeur, but I think like, we can assume that. Um, so I'm going to put Inside a Giant Hamster Ball. Oh, more cages, more locks. I, th I think that would work again this, in her favour, really. It's got to be a very kinky round, very, very quick. <laughs> I said we're not going down that level of anime. So, I mean, Inside the Hamster Ball, I mean, there's a slight, slight loss of visibility, but... Actually... I'm going to be honest, I don't think it's going to happen because of that code of honour. Because mm. the thing about that samurai as well, you know what else turns to steel? His and or her heart. Ooh. They're cold. They are cold. But no, no, they no. are as cold wait, as the wait, femme fatale. Can turn to steel, not is turned to steel. So it's a choice. Sees giant hamster ball <laughs> with and, sexy and, lady. and makes a makes a basic precautionary move of turning to steel. Hey, you're also implying <laughs> that she's like rolling the hamster ball. Could be like I'm thinking go-go dancer in like a you know. Or, I, 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 it could be a or, disco or, hamster or, ball. Or she's um, <laughs> pretending to be trapped, and we we follow the terrible uh, damsel in distress trope. Yeah. Fake, <laughs> well, fake damsel in fake distress. damsel in distress. Yeah. Ooh. I think we've got to consider as well, we've, we know that the samurai is essentially honourable um, and chivalrous and therefore obviously a victim of the patriarchy. So when attacked by a femme fatale, he's basically not going to fight back. Mm. He's not wrong. No, I'm, us I'm using all of that built up stuff ah. against you now. <laughs> I think I think femme fatale might have it because I mean, yeah, raw, for raw power, the hippo's quite good. <laughs> Sorry, the hippo cheetah hybrid in a giant robotic boy band's quite good, but samurai can turn to steel. If we assume turn literally like solid steel, that is like. I, I just want to say though, this this boy band we haven't stipulated who's in the boy band. I think this which is, boy band is it? I think this is the boy band to beat all boy bands. I think this is like mm. Gary Barlow and every other person who's good in boy bands <laughs> whose names I don't know. I was just going to say McBusted. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think I think I think One they McBusted. sing a song of such breathtaking romance and beauty that the samurai caves because although he may be made of steel he is not made of stone oh! Oh! thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> this took a very weird turn <laughs> i feel like my 10 stories tall polar bear was a misfire <laughs> and how, how giant is this giant 
robotic boy band. Thing. University strongly large? <laughs> no, but again, anime, so it's a mecha, and therefore it is a, probably as tall as it needs to be. Yeah. Well, it depends which anime. I mean, yeah. you're getting like, into planet-sized ones. We're talking Gunbuster or Gundam here. Mm. It's, um... I mean, it might be giant just compared to a swarm of killer bees, which means it's normal size. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm, I'm going to remove the 10-stories tall polar bear unless someone disagrees. I, I feel like I'm out of it. I, I think yes. you have been handicapped. Yeah. But, uh... Uh, you just go home and, and count your massive, massive collection of, I don't know, buildings? <laughs> <laughs> you're, wandering, you're wandering through downtown Manhattan. You're probably collecting cars or, or something like that. That's it. But... You didn't even make it to the fight. You just saw something. Oh, I've got to collect this one. and went back and then Manhattan is the polar bear's hoard. The polar bear just hoarded everything that is Manhattan. Just shoved things. it all into Central Just Park. Just shoved it all into a tiny... Oh, yeah. That polar bear's way too busy for this one. <laughs> <laughs> you saw this out amongst yourselves. I've got to go count my giant telephone directories again. Okay. For what it's worth, <clears throat> I think Femme Fatale. I think there, there was a very convincing argument from, from the robotic oh, yeah. hippo cheetah yeah. boy I think, band, I think uh... the bees are out of it because the samurai turns to steel and the bees are done. I mean, they can, yes. they can watch and they're not going to get hurt, but they're not really going to be doing anything and that tongue can stretch... Till it's small enough to just poke each bee individually. Also, if they try and stab him, they're just gonna That's bend what I mean, their right? stings. Oh yeah. yeah so like... we'll we'll, st we'll start with Sam then to, for for the vote. To... Well, I think by process of elimination, it has to be femme fatale because I think the bees are just done for, <laughs> and the hippo cheetah boy band's too absurd. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a killjoy. <laughs> yep, absurdity oh. is is definitely the problem here. Yeah. Musician battering down the boy band. <laughs> oh. oh, the composer's like, oh, it's a lesser music. <laughs> I've got to go with the femme fatale as well, actually. The Giant hamster ball? Yes, one. Well, we don't really know what it's made of, so it could be a massive steel giant hamster ball. So it just rolls straight over the samurai. She'd have to make well. sure it's transparent so that she can play on the samurai's misguided need to quote unquote rescue her. Mm. Good point. I, I still mm. think the Femme Fatale wins it. Yeah. Well, for what it's worth, I'm with Femme Fatale. And in fairness, the boy band was a strong contender. But the boy band that you stipulated deteriorates into infighting immediately, <laughs> tears itself apart like the Megazord from Power Rangers in reverse, and then the, hi the hippo with no supportive power suit just crushes its bottom half. Ooh. So I'm with Femme Fatale. I think we all know where I'm voting. I think we all know where you're voting. Yeah. You're in it for the 10 story pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> right, well, in that case, whoop. <clears throat> cleaning this up. Ding ding. Right, last round, but Lottie is referee. Ooh. Uh, so you, oh, Bruce Lee. Bruce strong, Lee, good start. start. Good start. Okay, Bruce Lee is radioactive. <laughs> radioactive Bruce Lee. <laughs> what? And the, and the second one, where one of those cones they put on pets to keep them from licking themselves. That's <laughs> <laughs> the actual cone. <laughs> Wearing one of those cones they put on pets to keep them from licking themselves. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, if you are radioactive, you do not want to be licking yourself. So I'm if you're okay. radioactive, you've got leukemia. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. Aww. Which direction are we going, Lottie? Uh, let's go left. Left. Alex. Okay. Well, I have a werewolf who bottom half is <laughs> the queen. <laughs> oh, queen oh, queen. the band. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. You know what? I think they're both Ooh. strong contenders. I'll leave that to the group. <laughs> I'm going to go with Willy Wonka. Yep. Nice. 
armed with dynamite. <laughs> nice. If Very has practical there. <laughs> if anyone has disguised as candy, that would be incredible. Oh, he'll do that thing where he's walking and he looks like he's old, and you know that forward roll, yeah. and suddenly he jumps up with dynamite. Ah, oh, and the, that was the cane the whole time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go for a literally insane clown posse. <laughs> <laughs> um, poor grammar, but controls all animals. Ooh. That's formidable. Potentially. And it depends. But they are, <laughs> they are insane. insane. So <laughs> the problem with this clown posse is they could just all go, we're birds, and then run to Central Park and start eating corn. Or it's... Because they're the, literally insane. They are. But they, they're sort of controlling animals. Does that mean they're surrounded by a lot of animals that are also insane? Presumably by... they are controlling the animals and making them do their bidding. So they're doing things like having tea parties and <laughs> so on. So... <laughs> That's a very it's, it's, that's a very subdued insane you're thinking of. <laughs> insanity takes many different forms, Sam. Oh I mean I'm thinking like Joker kind of insane yeah. clown posse, but and that is them. very dangerous. Mm. So we're going for like first Batman here. Yeah. I will posit Forrest Gump <laughs> breathing fire. Woo. Well, I don't know if he's any good, but it'll win an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Okay, so we have to sabotage. Yeah. Which direction, Lottie? Uh, let's go opposite way. Right, and I'll start sabotaging clown posse. Okay. Well, the obvious sabotage is they're a pacifist. Oh, nice. Oh, so they are having a tea party. <laughs> oh. I'm going to attempt to sabotage Willy Wonka with uh, the fact that he's distracted by shiny things. <laughs> that does sound like Wonka to me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel that Wonka would end up at the clown party. Like, that just sounds like they've he made He is whimsical. Yeah. Whimsy can be a weird I mean, there's an invite to everyone, Whimsy but... with dynamite, though, is a very dangerous... <laughs> he is getting a more, like, Joker-esque vibe as well now. Yeah. <laughs> it does sort of sound like quite a lot of these guys would just sort of pal up together and have a nice yeah. little time in Central Park. <laughs> yeah. It's, actually, it's quite... actually, yeah, we, we've actually got the Arkham Asylum day trip. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, werewolf bottom half is the queen... I'm going to put you inside a giant robotic. Oh, God. Billionaire Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love that. So Someone made a Tony Stark suit. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Iron Man's got involved. No, no, no. Not Iron Man. Iron Stark. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad beard and all, but just giant and robotic. Oh, and and his billionaire Playboy would also just add to the bat to the DC theme that we've got going yeah. on. If my werewolf queen bites someone, do they turn into a werewolf or the queen? <laughs> they turn into a lycanthropic band. <laughs> a lycanthropic ruler. Mm. Oh, they're, they're, they're monarchic infighting then. This is this is just pack, a pack dominance in an, an aristocratic family. We're we're on a whole new trend. This, this is uh, this is basically like a sociological experiment. Where what happens when you turn everyone ec- epidemically into the ruling class? <laughs> Nothing gets grown. They all die. <laughs> all right then. He may be breathing fire and he may be Forrest Gump, but he is a thousand years old. Oh, <laughs> like a dragon. Which, yeah. in fairness, actually, I may have strengthened Forrest Gump. You think how long he'd be sat on that bench annoying people and using their time if he'd lived a thousand years. We know Forrest Gump as a certain age, but is it a thousand <gasps> Forrest years? Gump's immortal. But a thousand years in the future or a thousand years I, until I, to get to I, the age I, that we know him? I like that kind of thousand-year-old dragon kind yeah. of... He's, he's become this kind of like... There's um, nothing in the film that says this isn't true. 
That is true. He's become Pop this kind of like Zen, Zen master, almost like Chinese Lindorm style dragon. Yeah. A... <laughs> right then, cool. who do we think's winning this one? Um, we, we've got a chocolatier who's been distracted, mm. uh, a pacifist clown posse that is probably distracted as well. Uh, a werewolf queen who's inside a giant robotic Playboy billionaire. <gasps> Wait! What if the bottom half of a werewolf isn't the queen, it's a queen? A queen werewolf. Like aliens, it's the queen werewolf <laughs> that's laying werewolf eggs that go oh, out into the world. I mean, they only yeah. coronated the bottom half. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, when you said, oh, I'm thinking of a different queen, I meant a chess piece. He's just the bottom half is a chess piece. Can move in any direction, I mean, then. that's really annoying. Oh, yeah, 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 can move in any direction. I mean, if someone else is moving you. Inside a giant robotic billionaire playboy, perhaps. But who's moving you? The werewolf, the top half. Motor control will be in the top half. <laughs> <laughs> Just dragging its lifeless body. No, its lifeless body is inside, inside a giant robotic billionaire playboy. It's more like <laughs> moving levers and pushing yeah, buttons. Yeah. Occasionally okay. making it to a sarcastic comment in um, Robert Downey Jr.'s voice. Yeah, it's Obviously. definitely it's definitely between like Dragon Forrest Gump, which I just love <laughs> as a mental image, and then the weird werewolf. I have to disagree. I think the pacifist, insane clown possibly that controls all animals will win because Bruce, right, is is a fighting and killing machine. He would take on all these other different individual people and give them a fair fight, but he's not going to battle a pacifist. Mm. I think he would just, I think he would just give in to the pacifist. Then it's a, then it's a and like it's... zero sum, like no one wins. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm concerned by Bree's fire. I, I think we're assuming Forrest Gump's a dragon here. I mean, what if he just requires fire to breathe? Ooh. And he's really, really old. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got this oh, incredibly God. old person on an aqua lung full of fire. Oh, that. <laughs> That, that's, that's a different. Really we're, we're going. With, we're going with tragic stories here because we've we've obviously got an invalided Bruce Lee here <laughs> who's having therapy for for for, for some kind radiation of radiation. But I'm hiding under this porch because I love you. <laughs> that might be the case, but you're also dying, Bruce Lee. Please get back in bed. Are, are we thinking actually that this is? Nobody chooses to fight because either they have no notion Where, of fighting hey, or, the, or they just... Werewolf Queen with... is fighting everyone and being I, really I think, sarcastic I think, with I think you're the only combatant left here. That's Maybe true. we're going the wrong way on this. Maybe by radioactive, it just means it glows in the dark. So you've got Bruce Lee wearing one of those like things that dogs wear and he's like luminous. Mm. Like a lamp. So it's a, yeah. Like a lamp. Yeah, I mean, it's a and thing. Well, if, if, the, if the story of <laughs> If, <laughs> if, if, the, if the story of radium has taught has taught us anything, then this is just more tragic stories. That's true. That's true. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say let's take a vote on it. So I am voting werewolf. Are you the referee? Yes. You don't vote on anyone. Damn it! Okay. You only vote in My opinion is still out there. Your opinion's out there. Pick a direction, left or right. Uh, left. Okay. I I think it's me. For once, I'm actually gonna vote. I think werewolf whose bottom half is a queen because. Any queen that the werewolf could be is quite frankly a strong contender inside a giant robotic billionaire playboy who, in my head at least, is a giant Tony Stark, okay. for the irony of it. So one for werewolf. Murray? I've got to go with the werewolf as well. I, I think the... Uh, Two the for the werewolf. Giant robot. Yeah. Gets it. Uh, I'm afraid not. In my head, the, the billionaire playboy is Donald Trump. So it's playing a line somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, um, Donald Trump in your head? Oh, dear. Having, I think, uh, having, I feel I can't get the image of Forrest Gump breathing fire <laughs> on my head and, and being very old, so I'm going to go for Willy Wonka with the dynamite. Okay. Oh, okay. 
I, I think having now convinced me about everybody here being ill, we go with the only combatant, so the werewolf. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> werewolf who's... Okay, I want to know this just, just for the canon. What is the bottom half of the queen? What queen is the werewolf's bottom half? Good old Queenie. Good old Queenie. Queenie. Queen Elizabeth the first. Queen Elizabeth the first. Oh, nice. Okay. Ooh, nice. Huey right. won. Yeah, I like well it. Then, I've won that one. So, how many wins do people have? I have one win. One win. I think I'm a big by zero. <laughs> one win. Two. Two wins. Ooh. So Lottie cleans up today's Meet the Crew special of Super Fight. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Good fun. So, anyway, yep. That was the end of our second Meet the Crew special. You've now met everyone at Rusty Quill currently, but we're growing, so who knows when we'll have to do another one of these. Mm. I had a fun time. I, I learned a lot, and I like parting on the image of an insane clown posse sort of having tea with Willy Wonka in Central Park. That's quite a nice one to close with. Mm. So bye from me and everyone else, I guess. Bye. Bye-bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. An external hard drive. One. A better computer. Two. Two. A new car. Three. A new car for my new car. Four. A butler hat. Five. A butler. Six. A coat for my butler's hat. Seven. A butler cozy. Eight. Eight. Woo! Three. You must love your butler. He's so cozy right now. He's just there like... (laughs) So many coats. (laughs) Hi, I'm Sam. Hey, Sam. Sam. Eight things a composer shouldn't do. Uh, working clothes. Um, I, li- I like that you went, I- I've seen that there's a Jason card around. Like, you'd seen everyone else's cards. Actually, it was just your card. It's like, ah, I'm, all- I'm omnipotent. <laughs> Look, once you start GMing, you just fall into bad habits, one of which is pretending you know what's going on. And you really, really, just, you're just winging it the whole time. No, you're hurting cats. That's, that, that's the literal job. No, you're of summoning a... them to do your bidding. Oh, oh, keep up. You're <laughs> Actually, an electric eel. <laughs> <laughs> In a berserker raid. Wait, we're getting a little bit off course here. <laughs> the biggest culture shock ever. Ooh. This is Hannibal from the plains of Italy. Like, you Romans, one day Can't I'm going to... Oh, God, Tunisia. what is that? It's a chariotless horse and it's coming at me. What's going on? Well, chariotless horse? Where, what? Car? car? Yeah. See, car. what I meant was <laughs> horse, chariot. horse was chariot. Again, small detail. <laughs> Focusing on the details. It's wrong. I, I, this is I why think... we don't make money. That <laughs> <laughs> is a detail. I, I, okay. I think if I think Hannibal. In which case, we'll stock up and go again. Kind of like, like need a little wind bell there, you know, like ding <laughs> at the end of a wrestling match. Like ding. <laughs> Stop inventing. We've got a composer here. Rich. Stop inventing things for me to. Yes, Sam. Sam, you're you're a composer. Give us a bell with no preparation or planning whatsoever. Ding. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Well, this was good, and that—that's the end of the meet the crew. Hopefully, we'll get some new 
New crew? No, not what I meant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's going to dispense already. of us all after the show. After he's, after he's used us and <laughs> finished with us, we're just going to be Sat thrown you. out. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.